Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited that you've chosen to listen in. My name is Dan Carson, and I'm the Director for Student Ministry Matters. Our goal is a simple one. We want to invest in those seeking to impact the next generation for Jesus. We hope that through our conversations here and other avenues that we offer, you can find community and help as you do the work of reaching students. Well, today I have with me Chris Vines, and Chris is the student pastor at Garrett Memorial Baptist Church in Hope, Arkansas. And we're going to take a few minutes today and just talk about church camp. Chris, um, what's a memory that you have from church camp? Is it something you did as a student? Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, Dan, it's just great to be here and uh, really look forward to to these kind of conversations. Uh, camp has actually a really special place in my life just because camp is where uh, the Lord called me to ministry. Um, in fact, I, I work at a church, like you said, down in Hope, Arkansas. And, uh, and at our church, we also have a, a Christian school. And um, one of the cool things that that affords is just kind of the random conversation in the office with, uh, you know, our administrators and things like that. And this just actually this morning, we started talking about camp for, for some reason. And, uh, I got to share with them, you know, what I'm about to share with you is, and when I was 15, uh, I was at a camp down in Texas and, uh, the Lord just, uh, started working in my heart and he had already been doing so. And he, uh, and he used that week at camp just to, really uh, confirm and call me to uh, vocational ministry. Now, at the time, I didn't know what that meant. I just knew that I was saying yes to uh, to whatever whatever he wanted me to do. And uh, but man, I have I have such rich memories of of that week at camp, and and also just uh, you know the people that were involved, uh, the 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 overall. Um, if I can say it, just the overall feel of that, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to know what you remember. Uh, but man, I love camp, you know, and that's just one of the main reasons why I love camp. You bet. You know, as I've got two kids, um, one is in, well, they're both in college now and both of my children were saved at church camp. Um, I've seen students over the years, uh, just get real with God at those moments that they get away from everything else. And so I think church camp, while it may seem old fashioned, I think it's still a very viable, um, impactful way for students to to get closer to God. And so I don't mm-hmm. think we want to ignore it or put it aside. Yeah. Well, today we want to spend just a, a few minutes talking about four reasons why um, camp is important, why we should take students to camp. Um, the first one that, that we've got is that church camp eliminates the distractions that our youth struggle with. You know, I think about students and and what they're faced with, um, just how they are bombarded uh, with everything. Um, At a recent conference that I went to, they talked about how Generation Z may have 
as many as five devices going at once, five screens. <laughs> so they have five different things. And I thought, wow. that's insane. I can't yeah. think that way, you know. Uh, but I sat in front of my TV the other night. I had my computer out. And my iPad <laughs> out. I had my phone next to me. Oh, wait, there's four right there. And I thought, oh, I guess it is possible. You got an Apple Watch. There's number five. And it's just, it's insane. And you're hit with all of these images and all these things. And they just distract you from what God is really showing you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, uh, it's, it's, it's convicting when you start, uh, putting it that way. You're, you're starting to make me think about all the, all the different screens that I've got going at one time. Um, but, uh, but you're right, man. I mean, going to camp, it eliminates those distractions. Um, you know, one, I, I don't, I mean, there's camps all over the place and, uh, but most camps that I've been to, you can't even get cell reception, which is one reason why I love, <laughs> I love yeah. camp. Um, but, uh, but, you know, also, uh, just as a student pastor, uh, I'm starting to, to see more and more of the real value in when we go to camp, um, you know, just making it a cell phone free environment. Uh, even if you have them, don't bring them, uh, and that kind of thing. So, uh, I agree with you, man. I, th- I think camp is, is a great place where we get to just eliminate that particular distraction. You know, and that there's a whole discussion right there about, about cell phones and, and the, their impact on us and the way we think and the way we function. Um, you know, that's definitely something we'll want to cover in a future podcast. But, you know, I, I think about that. You go to camp. Um, and if you have a, a student ministry worker in your life that says, hey, you're not going to take a cell phone, I'm sure there's going to be some pushback mm-hmm. from parents, from students, you know, from everybody. But man, there are those moments when you can just get quiet and you can all of a sudden realize that the Holy Spirit's trying to talk to you. And so it's a man, it's, it's powerful. Absolutely. Well, let's look at number two. Number two is church camp provides a week of focused study in God's word. We just don't get that with our students, do we? No. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, on the on the weekly grind when when you know kids are in school and and they've got sporting events and and all those different things, you know, the study of God's word is is certainly very important and and should have a central place in in their lives and and as a student pastor, it should be uh, a, a central part to what we do within within our ministries. But um, but because of just the nature of how our weeks go. Uh, this idea of just a focused study, um, you know, it's not really uh, it's not really present in the, the daily grind. And so when you get to go to camp, you're right. I mean, you have this this week long or however long, you know, time where where you're just not just by yourself, but you're with uh, a, a lot of other people, either from your group and from other groups that where you just get to man, you just get to dive in with this singular focus on. Uh, spending time with Jesus and hearing what he has to say through his word. And so uh, there's not, I I can't think of many other places uh, where that type of environment is created uh, outside of a camp environment. You're right. You know, you, you think about it, you have students for, we'd like to think more, but with many of our students, we have them one out of 168 hours in a week. Um, and that might be 
30 minutes of teaching that we get on a Wednesday night and 30 minutes of teaching in a Sunday school or a small group. And that's just such a small portion of their life. Um, and that, yeah. so to be able to have them, you know, for four or five days and just to pour into them, students start asking some great questions. My, Oh yeah. My, my little group that I have, um, they, they love to play stump Dan or stump pastor Kirk. I mean, that's, <laughs> let's ask him questions. And so at camp, that's what, what we'll do is every once in a while, we'll just sit around and they'll start asking those questions that they haven't had time to think about because of either the distractions or they haven't really taken time to dive into God's word. So man, it, it's, it's great. And if you've got a good camp, that um, is concerned about teaching the Bible, mm-hmm. that's where you want to send them every time. That's right. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Well, number three is church camp creates lifelong relationships. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, some of my my best friends in this life are people that I've, I've spent um, a, a time at camp with. Um, my buddy, Wade Allen, he's pastor at Temple Baptist Church in Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I got connected with his family, but I remember those those two, three summers that I went to camp with that church um, during high school. Um, we sang goofy songs together. Uh, we'd play sand volleyball. Uh, we'd go swimming in this incredibly cold spring-fed pool up in Missouri. I mean, it was just, you, you have these memories that they're interconnected with people. And people that you love, and maybe it's not the the other students. Maybe your student has found another adult that they just can talk with and, and feel like, man, they're blessed. And so, you know, it's it's a powerful thing when you can hear a student say, you know, remember that time at, back at church camp when we did. You know, I just love those things. Yeah, no, I, I love that too, Dan. You know, I I think back to uh, this, you know, the particular camp that I. I made mention of earlier and, uh, man, you know, there's this old hot gym that, uh, didn't have, I mean, it didn't have any air condition in it, you know, but it, it had shade because it was covered and, yeah. uh, but man, we loved playing basketball and it seemed like, it seemed like I spent almost all of my free time in that gym and there's no telling how many gallons of, of sweat I, uh, I poured out on that floor. But, but man, I built relationships there. I mean, we, I met, I met people from, um, all over the place, you know, and what was so cool is just to know that I was with my church, they were with their church. But when we came to camp, uh, there was some commonality and, uh, we could see that, you know, well, one, we, we like basketball so we can play together, but then that also led to just, you know, developing these, these friendships that, uh, go past the the basketball court and really can extend a lot further than that week at camp. And so, uh, I, I absolutely love that too. Well, the, the fourth point that, uh, we want to look at today is the church camp points our youth to Jesus. Now that may seem like a, an obvious thing to, to state, but it is incredibly important and it, a good church camp, is going to continually do that. You're going to have opportunities for students to meet Jesus at the, maybe it's the end of a, a big worship time or the end of the, the message, or it's in those moments of, of cabin devotionals um, where people are invited and they're, they said, Hey, here's Jesus. What are you going to do with him? Uh, you know, too many times uh, we start having conversations with students, whether it's 
you know, at school at a football game, or maybe we're out in a group setting and we've taken students out to, to eat lunch or to get a shake or, you know, whatever that is. And we don't ask that question. What are you going to do with Jesus? But camp, a good camp, pounds that question into their heads. What are you going to do about Jesus? And so, man, that's when I'm looking for a camp as a student pastor, I want to make sure that they're going to do these type of things, especially this last one, that they're going to point people to Jesus. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, when I think when you come to camp, it, it's already within the minds of those kids coming with you that you're going to get to this point, you know, that 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 they will get challenged on that very question of what will you do with with Jesus? Um, you know, as, as a as a youth pastor and as any youth worker, uh, whether you're a pastor or a volunteer would would know that, you know, you you deeply desire to to get to that point within any conversation with a teenager. Uh, and on the on the weekly basis that that we get to spend uh, around teenagers, like you said, it's a very it's a very short window that we regularly get to speak into their lives. And so um, but when we're hanging out, when we're going to football games, basketball games, things like that, you know, it's not really expected or on their minds that, OK, well, he's going to get the conversation to Jesus. Yeah. But but when you're at camp, you know, th- they come whether they're ready for it or not, they come expecting it. They know that it's going to happen. And and like you said, a, a good camp is going to uh, really, um, you know, springboard off of that and and make sure that everything they do, whether it be the teaching under the tent or whether it be the the main preaching in the in the main sessions, everything is going to point to Jesus and and point your teenagers, your youth to to Christ and and bring them to the point of responding uh, to to what He's calling them to do, whether that be for salvation or for lifelong ministry. Or just to uh, to go back home and and to be filled with you know more boldness to to share his love and his grace to their their classmates and to the people that are on their teams and their bands, uh, you know absolutely we we love camp or I love camp because of that uh, that reason it does it points points our kids to Jesus. Well, let me let me ask you another question, Chris. Um, you know. You're the the visionary leader for the SOAR conference with the Baptist Missionary Association of America. SOAR is a conference that is held annually. Uh, It's been in the Texas and the Dallas uh, Fort Worth Metroplex area for for many years now. Um, And there are a lot of churches that will make that choice of, hey, I want to go to SOAR, um, so I'm not going to church camp. Or we go to church camp, so I'm not going to go to SOAR. Maybe you can speak to that. Why should they maybe do both? Why should, because there are a lot of good conferences out there and whether they're, your group is going to something like the SOAR conference or uh, something else, um, why should we do both? Yeah, man, I, I think that's a great question. Um, I probably should first preface this just by saying that I I completely understand the the tension that you just you just brought up with that that decision should we do we go to camp or do we go to soar and and the tension usually lies within the overall expense um, you know when looking at dollars uh, to value 
uh, churches are, you know, and youth workers, they're looking at how much it's going to cost to go to these things. And, and a lot of times you look at camp and you say, okay, well, I can go to camp for, you know, this much money per person. And, and, and I get to stay there for four to five days, you know, however long that kind of thing. And so I, I get it, you know, there's, there's tension there because I grew up in a, in a small, uh, a small Baptist church, uh, in Buckner, Arkansas. And, uh, and there were years where we had to, uh, I, I know my pastor had to, to make that decision. Um, and if we, if we, as the, just the few kids that went, cause I did, I wasn't a part of just an official, like big youth group. I mean, there was just like four or five of us. Um, if, if we wanted to go to both church camp and soar, then that meant we were going to have to do fundraisers and things like that to make it happen. So, uh, I, I just want to first say that I understand why that is. And, and secondly, what I would say to why it's, uh, it's good to do both is because you've got c- two completely different um, things going on. Camp is a particular setting, uh, while SOAR is, like you said, a, a completely different setting. Uh, SOAR, it, it happens over the, the span of three days, and it's in a hotel uh, in some Metroplex area. And like you said, it's most recently for the uh, last several years been in and around Dallas. And, uh, and so you just got a completely different animal there. And our purpose at SOAR is we want, we want kids when they come, we want them to learn the word of God. We want them to, um, in that short time that they're together, grow in their love for the church. And, and then we want to send them out, uh, ready to live for Jesus. And, and so we do that in a conference style way. Uh, we have breakouts and, and then we have our, our main sessions where, where that, uh, that stuff takes place. And, and we have something really cool called the sore village where we get to, uh, in, in kind of a camp type way, uh, help create community with those who are, who are there. And so, you know, it, it is, uh, an expense for sure, just like camp is, but I would say to anybody who might be in that point where you're saying, well, I, you know, I don't know if we can do both. I would first say, understand that you've got, they're not the same thing. Um, and, and then the second thing is uh, as to why you, you should do both or why I think you should do both is because um, at camp, you get to uh, a lot of times, I believe, see the, the churches that are in your general area, your district, if you will. You, you know what right, I mean, Dan? Right. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, and churches that you know and kids that maybe you've seen. And, and, and that's good to have that kind of little reunion, you know, uh, to, to do that at SOAR. I mean, man, this is our national conference. This is where this is where state lines don't matter. Uh, this right. is th- this is when when our teenagers and our youth ministries, our churches um, can gather together once a year and and man, see what God is doing um, as a, as a, you know, just in a national type way. And so, uh, I, I remember as a, as a teenager, uh, being from a small country church in Buckner, like I said, going to my first SOAR conference, just how, how eye opening it was to see just how, how, how big, um, you know, our, our, our youth in, in the nation is now we're, we're, we know in the BMA, we are, 
uh, a small pond compared to many others. But man, it was so cool to see um, how there are all these different youth ministries and different teenagers coming from Mississippi and Oklahoma and Missouri, you know, and and even some from California and uh, from Illinois, you know, coming and uh, and man, just gathering for that three days to to worship Jesus. Uh, to learn to love each other and him more and then to go back to their places and live for him. And so um, I hope I answered your question, but man, I, I, I love both and I, I promote both for sure. No, you, you definitely answer the question. I, I, I think about um, just the power of a big conference for students. Uh, you know, if, if they, you live in a small town or you're, you're connected to a small church, like what you described, you know, I think about, how powerful it is to to go to camp. Yeah. You know, you look at and you're looking around, maybe you've got anywhere from two to eight hundred. I mean, the camps vary in size greatly. But when you go to a conference and you look around, usually many of these bigger conferences, the SOAR conference is one of those, um, at least in my mind, it's a bigger one, because oh, yeah. you have anywhere from twelve hundred to years past 2,500 students. Yeah. I mean, there for one purpose and one purpose alone to worship and to, to embrace what God has and, and to know that there are other people your age that feel that same way about Jesus, Mm -hmm. man, that's a lot because then you go back to high school and, or you go back to your junior high and you step through those doors and you're thinking nobody cares about Jesus here. That's right. But you know, there's this big group of students that are just like me. And that that's a really powerful thing. Absolutely. To, to and Dan, can I add one thing too that sure. that I would just you know it just struck me. Um, one thing that that I know as a teenager um, that I received at SOAR that I did not get at camp, and the only reason that that is is because camp camp has a different focus. Like I said, we're talking about two different things. But at SOAR, because it's a national conference, it also expanded my view of missions. Um, oh, to yeah. it, you know, and because, uh, I mean, you and I both know the, uh, the great, uh, blessing that volunteer student missions VSM is to, to our, uh, our churches. And I remember at SOAR, that's when I was first introduced to this whole idea of international missions and that I, as a teenager could take part in that right now. And, and so going to SOAR and being a part of that that just concentrated, uh, you know, national group of churches for just three day in a three day conference setting, man, it just really, God just really used it to expand my view of what he's doing all over the world. And, and he used that to, to draw me into that. And and I was able to, to go on, on several, uh, short-term mission trips as, as a result of it. So there you go. I love it. You know, we, I think it's obvious from this conversation uh, that we both care very much about students and, and what they're doing with their summers. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, there, there's so many things that they can do and they choose to do. There's uh, baseball camps, taekwondo camps, there's band camp, choir camp. Uh, then the list goes on. There are other good, uh, you know, Christian parachurch organizations that you can get involved with. And, and I mean, just fantastic. And our area is a great one that we even partner with in our church called Camp War Eagle. And so, you know, there are a lot of good things out there, but man, the church camp um, is, is a really powerful one. Um, so, you know, I, I think as we go back over this list, I think that 
we don't need to just write it off and say that's old-fashioned, that doesn't hold value or importance in today. I think we need to, to look at it because of what it does. We, we, we saw together that church camp eliminates the distractions that our youth struggle with. Church camp provides a week of focused study in God's Word. Uh, church camp creates some lifelong relationships. And church camp points our youth to Jesus. And those are powerful things as we work with students. Um, Chris, you got anything to add to, to that conversation before we wrap up today? Go to camp. Go to camp. I like that. <laughs> That's simple and to the point. Go to camp, man. There's there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, don't write it off. If you're looking for camps, uh, there's several good organizations out there. But if you are a part of a Baptist Missionary Association of Arkansas or of America, there's there are camp opportunities there, national uh, camp that we have in Daniel Daniel Springs in yeah. Gary, Texas. Great camp. Um, yeah, great camp. Hot, hot, hot down there with their fire ants and everything else. But hey, it's a good <laughs> camp. <laughs> they yes. love Jesus and they love the students. So, well, again, it's been great to to be with you, Chris, and to for us to talk just this idea of what it's like to to take students to camp, the importance of camp. Um, and as we continue these conversations and as we continue to think about student ministry matters, uh, we want to to hit on things that are interesting to you and of concern and thought as you listen. And so what I would do is just say this, connect with us. Um, you can find us at studentministrymatters.com. Uh, there's a way to sign up for our email list uh, through there. You can contact us through there, uh, but you can also uh, reach the... To, reach us through Facebook. We have a Facebook page, just Student Ministry Matters. There's a Facebook group for those that are working with students uh, that would like to be a part of a community where we talk and interact. That's Student Ministry Matters community. Um, and then you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, um, you know, those other places like that. We're just there to, to provide encouragement and hope as you work with students. So today, I just want to say thank you for downloading and listening. Uh, we want to just encourage you to, to keep coming back as we connect and as we work together um, doing the work that God has called us to do. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.